Hey homies, welcome back to another episode of the In Common Queens podcast. I'm Lauren Page and I have Caroline with me. Um, we have known each other for a short period of time, but we I feel like we connected instantly and uh, I've known her through Go and Tell Gals, which you'll probably get into. And so welcome, Caroline. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi guys, I'm Caroline, like Lauren said, and I have to say, when I met Lauren, I was like, I need to know this girl more. She is so cool. And I'm just so grateful to be talking to her today. She really is so wise and just beautiful. So keep listening to her podcast, plug for the host. But anyways, I'm Caroline. I live in Charleston, South Carolina. I just moved here. I'm actually 22 years old. Um, so I just graduated from college and I am really enjoying my life in my 20s, which is something that I didn't always expect would be true. And I'm also uncovering what it means to actually choose to like your life in your 20s. Um, I love living in Charleston. I love the beach. I love going for slow runs. I love pretty clothes and things and decorating and having fun um and meeting new people and being on podcasts I think that's my new other favorite thing <laughs> yes I feel like you would do well it's like just a podcast tour you know I feel like you have a lot of good things to say when I hear you on the go and tell gals podcast I'm like you just have gems all the time to say you have gems <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you so I would love to know just to get to know you a little bit more what did you study in college Yes, definitely. I actually went into college, like in my high school search, determined to study fashion design. That was like Mm. what I was going to do. I like only applied to fashion schools or schools with a fashion thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I still really like that stuff. But then God decided to switch things up on me. And I went to Miami University in Ohio Mm -hmm. and I studied marketing and creativity and entrepreneurship. So that's what my degree is in. And then I still do have a fashion minor, uh, more on the merchandising side of things. So yeah, that's what um, I think. That yeah. sounds like a fun time, like learning yeah. all those things. Yeah, I like I always like to say that creativity is my love language <laughs> and um learning creativity in a school sense and like applying practices that actually um, help your creativity and to really learn that everyone is creative. I like to say that everyone is creative because God is like, you are created by a creator that makes you creative and just like encouraging people to figure out what creativity looks like for them. I think create creativity can be such a scary word for people, but it's really like in our innate nature. So I also love all things creativity too. So fun. I definitely will probably need some tips because I, I, this year I was like, I'm going to go in. And then I was like, wait, kind of two in my head sometimes. You're doing it. You're doing it though. You really are. I am. What did you think you wanted to do after school? That is a really good question. Cause there's a big story behind that. Okay. Actually, um, this, this month, last year, a year ago right now, I was about to sign with a luxury handbag company in San Francisco oh, wow. for a big marketing job out there. And I worked for them for a while. It was like a startup mm-hmm. um, luxury company. 
it's called Senrev. Um, if you want to Google it, <laughs> if you're listening to this, I know I would want to Google it, so I'll just say that. And I loved working for them, and it was really great. Um, and I was gonna go full time with them, and God completely changed my plans. I remember I was driving home one night, and our call, my call with this company, was rescheduled, and I was ready to like say yes to whatever they were gonna tell me. And I just felt like there was something else out there and that this wasn't the right move, even though it looks like so exciting and cool. And like, this is it, you know, I just felt like the Lord was like, no, you're going to have to take a risk. You're going to have to do something different. Um, and then the next day, Anna Victorson of Go and Tell Gals, she's the director of Go and Tell Gals who works with Jess Conley, emailed me about the job I currently have now, which is the marketing director for Go and Tell and Jess Conley. Um, and everything just changed really quickly and it was God and I had to make a big faith jump and I'm so glad I did. So I thought I was going to work in fashion and (laughs) now I'm working in marketing in a different sense, but it's also always been marketing. That's kind of always been the thing. Right. That does happen. He's like, you think you're going one way? He's like, psych. Nope. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) You thought. Uh Did you always think you're going to like, I always think there's a thread from what you were doing or passionate about when you were younger to yeah. what you are doing now. So yeah. did when you were younger, did you love fashion or just like working with people and in a creative space? That's such a good question. I, when I was young, when I think about myself, when I was young, I like really liked creating businesses like Mm. I was always like planning a garage sale or planning a lemonade stand or like figuring out how to like I had a Etsy shop when I was little named so Mm -hmm. pretty but it was spelled (laughs) s-e-w because of course I was sewing pretty things and selling them on the internet (laughs) um like baby bibs and stuff so I've always been like wanting to put things on the internet mm-hmm. and like want to market things and like create things so the thread is definitely there when you look back on it because I don't know if I really liked the, the lemonade stand or the garage sale or mm-hmm. the sewing I just really liked the idea of selling something mm-hmm. um so <laughs> I think that it has all added up to what I do now yeah like, didn't you try to um start different businesses before I don't know if it was in college or wasn't it wing woman I heard that was yeah, yeah so I'm I've always have some ball in the air so in like two years ago when I first started talking on the internet about my own life and Jesus and like what he's doing in my life I started what the blog was called at the time it was called resurrected collective and it was basically themed around the resurrection and the fullness of life And so with that, it was kind of my creative outlet in college. Um, I like made a bunch of jewelry and I shipped it out of my dorm room. You can ask my roommate, like we lived in a shoebox. I'm surprised she didn't kill me. She lived with me for four years. Sydney, shout out to you. (laughs) And I would like ship things out of my dorm and make journals and stuff on this like little blog. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of grew into what I'm doing now. And I, in college, started my marketing agency, which is still going on the side of go and tell now that's called wing woman company. So I basically come alongside creative entrepreneurs and operate as their wing woman in all things marketing. So we like combine marketing strategy with like 
helping them keep their personal sanity. I like to say it's so like the admin side of things with the marketing strategy side of things, kind of combine those two geniuses to like help their businesses rise. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do on the side of go and tell in the in-between mm-hmm. I growing that business as well. So yeah, I've always, I've always like coming up with new things. No, yeah, I definitely relate to that. And I might need to hire you at some point. Um, But I definitely see that creative spirit in you always. And so I think that when you have such a job that is on um, social media so much, because I see you posting on Go and Tell Gals and even on your personal account, do you ever feel like, a certain level of comparison since you are on social media so much and thinking about it. Yeah, definitely. I think comparison is like a thing for everyone, but I think mm-hmm. that it's unique. It's a unique new type of comparison when you graduate from school and you're in your twenties. I think this, I've been thinking about this lately because everyone graduates and mm-hmm. you spend your whole life like literally, I think now it's probably since kindergarten thinking about what you're going to do when you graduate college. It's like the, always the question. It's what everything's building up to. Mm-hmm. It's what everyone talks about in high school. Every summer, you're always like thinking about like, I'm one step closer to this glorious moment after college where all my dreams come through and I've just get everything I worked so hard for. And I think that when we are all sitting in this moment, when we, after we graduate from college, we're all looking around like, wait a minute. Like, this is what we were, this is like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is what we're talking about? Like every summer, every, this is it. Um, And I think that like unique moment in time for mm-hmm. 20 year olds is like, whoa, okay. Like, what is she doing? What is my friend yeah. long lost from high school doing? Like, what am I doing? Am I doing it right? Right. Um, yeah. With social media, it's like, what, what is she creating? What is she launching? What is she doing? That's so common. And thank God for that because we are able to do things on the internet easily now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that is a unique sense of comparison. So I would just like to demystify mm-hmm. the after college job huh. that like, I just, I would just like to demystify that. Like I would, if I could go back to my high school self, I'd be like, you know what? And I love my job. I really love my job, but it's also like, d- don't worry about what you're going to do after school. <laughs> I don't worry about it. Yeah, it's, it's, for sure. It isn't the apex of things like life continues after this. Mm-hmm. You can still make changes after this. True. Um, you still have so much time to grow after this. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, that, com- that unique comparison is something that us 20 year olds got to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely am still getting, I don't know if healing is the word. Yeah. That expectation of what yeah. I thought I was going to have after school and just like going yeah. to the job and it was going to, it's going to put in that LinkedIn post that I'm doing this thing. I, to yeah. say that. I think comparison is LinkedIn. I think, yeah, I, like, I, I don't know. LinkedIn doesn't fit my lifestyle anymore. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, this, this platform is just a no for me, but I keep, I keep going on it for some reason. Yeah, um, I, I stayed away from that. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. That's a, that's a good boundary to have. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, but I think that that kind of segues to what I was introduced to when I started following you was Like Life. And 
I've recently started to talk about, you know, enjoying the the simple moments of life because I feel like in the beginning of 2021, I was very much so like not in a good mental state. And so I literally was just, you know, a sunset was pretty to me. I would like enjoy that or like snuggling up with my cat. I enjoyed that. So I love just the concept behind uh, Like Life. Yeah, definitely. Like Life started in May, I think, when I was I was on an airplane. And I was in this moment of like, I had finally been like, I'm moving to Charleston in a month. I, I College is over. I was having like an exhale processing moment, I guess you could say. And I was asking the Lord, like, what do you want me to do with this next season of my life? Like, it's the, I, I'm going to my new life. What, what, do I, what do you want me to do? You know, the after college mo- main character moment. <laughs> and I was talking to God about it. And he was like, you just need to learn how to like your life like stop it because I think there's so basically what he said but there's so much pressure to shape it perfect it pitch it plan it Mm -hmm. um so much pressure to like seize it be in it record it like there's just so much pressure around life in general Mm -hmm. um and with this question posed to me by the Holy Spirit I was like okay what if I just liked my life like what would it look like if you just liked your life Mm -hmm. um and it kind of like relieved some pressure and it also like created a new like hope and also a new expectancy and like the things that are promised which Mm -hmm. I think really are like the little things of our day-to-day it is that sunset it is like coming home and making yourself a nice dinner it is like buying flowers at the grocery store Mm -hmm. like I think these are just like little promises that we can expect and enjoy and like thank the Lord for for um and this like cultivating this sense of like noticing and the sense of wonder in my own life has like just really changed the game. And I think given me some permission to chill out, take a deep breath and also enjoy life after like the trauma of these past two years. It's like collective trauma that we've all experienced in the world. I mean, it is kind of like is it too naive to approach life with this like simple, simplistic joy lens? Like, is that, is that silly? And I, I don't think it is. I think, I think it's really important that I think we realized in 2020 that all we had is like what, where we are and what's in our hands and where our feet are. Um, we, nothing else is promised. So just like learning to enjoy that has been, has been really great. Yeah, that's definitely important. I think what I love about what you post and the way you use the platform is just, just as cliche as it sounds like speaking life over people and just allowing people to be seen, but also be encouraged at the same time. And so I know you recently, I feel like it's like your viral post, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but kind of speak into the post and kind of expand on Um, why it meant so much to others and you and everything. Yeah, definitely. So I posted this post. If you don't follow me, you don't know. It was, I'm looking at it right now on my phone. And it says, if you love someone like you, what would you do for them? And I wrote it after I had like a really groundbreaking week, which I can get into a little bit. And the why it was so groundbreaking, it was nothing huge happened like no mountaintop moments were had, but I like actually did a bunch of really little things. So like, for example, 
I like made myself a nice dinner. I made sure I got my time with God in the morning. I like lighted the nice candles in my house. I would put down my phone, like things that you would probably pose as like goals or habits, mm-hmm. but I did them in like a new way that I noticed myself thinking about them of like asking the question, if I love someone like me, what would I do for them? And knowing me, what if, if I wanted to be loved by someone, I would want them to make me a nice dinner when I got home. I'd want them to like stop by the grocery store, even though the traffic, I would want them to like ensure that I got to bed early. I want them to make me a cup of tea probably before bed. You know, Mm -hmm. I'd want them to do all these nice things for me. And so I started to kind of ask myself, well, like, why aren't, why aren't I doing these things? Um, and I like, I, I wrote the post when I was eating dinner at my kitchen table and I like, just like had this moment of like, wow, like it just like really hit me of, yeah, it was just like such a light bulb went off in my head. And it was like really interesting because to the point of like, if you're a creative or you're a writer, it's kind of a segue or anyone who does anything on the internet or just says words in general which is everyone mm-hmm. um I like was like I'm not gonna post that I'm not posting it mm-hmm. I do it it's too much this is too much and when I posted it it like it reached 24,000 people I have 4,000 followers like that's, a, that's crazy yeah that's it's like bookmarked by thousands of people and I was like wow it's just like really echoed I think and like hit a nerve that I'm still trying to like put into words of what that exactly is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bottom line right now, I think is like, if we really lived, like we were loved, we would do a lot of things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and those really are the small things of like, I let myself go to bed early and I would make sure to get the run. I just really take good care of myself because if you love someone, you would want to take good care of them. Mm-hmm. So or I'd love to hear like if, if any of it resonated with you or like what you would do in your own life or yeah. what, what did you think about it? Um, when I saw that, I think that I am definitely an empath. So, and also mm-hmm. I tend to probably care more about how I'm treating like my friends or my family, uh, even like people I don't know as well. Um better than I do myself. And I think that's just like coming from not seeing myself in a, a positive way when I was like, even like middle school, high school. And so I think that it really resonated with me because I feel like it allowed me to see that even taking those little things and like realizing that like, I am worth investing in almost in order to give back to other people and encourage and influence other people because, you know, like the saying says, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And so yeah. it was just like, yeah, like I need to like honor my body in that way yeah. or in my mind and just, you know, just getting those rhythms and just to, so that I can be all that I was created to be. And yeah. so that's what it would, it really put into my mind and kind of got out of it that's so good I think also what you said was super interesting because when you say like you can't pour from an empty cup I don't know about anyone else but I have never understood (laughs) Uh like to be honest I've like like yeah that's true I agree and I do agree with it I understand (laughs) it like that's real yeah 
then I'm like, well, what the heck <laughs> to fill my yeah. cup? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of your 20s is figuring out actually like what what does that mean? Like what does what does fill your cup mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, like in high school or in college, you're just going, going, going like that. It's not it's not really about that always, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, but I think that the answer like what helped me answer that question now is like well if I love someone who is exactly like me what would I do for them and Mm so if you're listening to this I recommend making your own list and just like thinking to the Lord and being like well what would you do for me you know like if Mm -hmm. you were like what would you do and then do those things for yourself yeah because I think oftentimes especially as women we like almost are conditioned to like be everything to everyone and so it's kind of putting that in perspective of why it's so necessary to like do those things for yourself so that's what kind of came to mind for me and what I loved about that post that's awesome thank you (laughs) of course I think that I'd love to know if you you're your tips and tricks for people, because I know you mentioned you moved to Charleston. And so did you, I know that from other podcasts and other people that I follow that the big thing is like, I'm moving to a new city. I don't know like anyone, like how am I going to make friends or have community or all those things. So do you have any tips or encouragement? That's a huge one. I would say if you feel called to move, move. Do not be afraid. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, two, the friend thing is real. And really what I have found is my solution so far when you're like eight months, but is just like sending Instagram DMs to people, <laughs> like sending, mm-hmm. like just reaching out to as many people as you can. going on those lunch dates, going on those dinner dates, inviting people over to your house for dinner. Everyone wants to be invited somewhere. It's just Mm -hmm. true. Um, so like extending those invites to people, especially like when you're in your twenties and it's common that a lot of people are starting out a new life, just like, do not be afraid to, to move and don't be afraid to send a text, a DM, join a group, me show up to a Bible study by yourself. These are all like Mm, cringy things but it's so worth it um and it's like paid dividends and me feeling like I'm not alone here because I moved here knowing no no people at all but I have met a lot of like really nice women uh thanks to God and thanks to (laughs) sending those text messages and sending those dms like Mm -hmm. you're not you're not alone in in whatever city you're at Mm -hmm. like you really aren't um even though it can feel like that sometimes like just take, take to the gram and just start teaming people. <laughs> <laughs> That's my recommendation. <laughs> and for, for a reason, for multiple yeah. reasons. So just Leverage use it, it. Yes. Or TikTok. I don't know what your style is. <laughs> Whatever you want. LinkedIn, yeah. you know, like your social media channel of choice. <laughs> yes, for sure. I think that when I reflect back and probably if anyone's listened to a couple of podcast episodes that some of my best friendships have happened when I responded to either like someone messaged me on Facebook or I responded to someone's comment on Facebook and then we started 
being friends and we're friends to this day. So yes, there is social proof. There we go, Lauren. Thank you. There's there's proof behind that. Um, But you mentioned like, if God tells you to like what I feel like maybe this is me, but I get into my head about the, if you want, if you're wanting it and you're putting that in the lens of like, Oh, God's telling me, but how did you, how did that, I don't know if was revealed to you almost in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. It was a lot of prayer mm-hmm. and a lot of discernment. So it wasn't like I woke up one morning and was like, I'm moving Charles, South Carolina. It was yeah. not like that. Um, so also to demystify the like one moment moment mm-hmm. that is people always, it can be real for you maybe. Yeah. Um, but like a move like that takes a lot of prayer. Number two, I, it's almost, I totally understand what you mean about getting your head. And it's kind of sometimes when you get to that point, like a trust exercise for me of like, do I, do I trust God enough that he would just make sure that I'm going to where he wants me to go? Mm -hmm. Like, am I, am I surrendered? Like that is what matters. Like, am I surrendered to his will Mm -hmm. that I can trust, trust his will. I can trust his guidance. I can trust his Holy spirit. Um, so like not being, letting fear creep into that sometimes too. Um, number three, I think Jess says this a lot, Jess Conley, and I, we go and tell us we say this a lot, go and tell guys we say this a lot is like your longing is your leading to like your desire is important and it can be like blessed by the Holy Spirit and the Lord. So like, like really digging that up and kind of playing with that and praying with that, Mm -hmm. I like to say, um, it's helpful. Number four, like getting some like wise counsel, some friends to check you on it. That's mm-hmm. also helpful. Yeah. They can typically figure out if you, if it's your prerogative or it's God's prerogative. So yes. that's also helpful. That makes sense. That makes sense. I love your structure and I don't know if it's structure, but your approach to goals and I got, you influenced me and I got the um, cultivate what matters planner because of you. I got the pink one. Um, (laughs) And so personally, as I mentioned in episode, I just strayed away from goals. It overwhelmed me. But as I was at the retreat and just hearing afterwards, like Jess's uh, approach to goals and just how that influences um, go and tell gals and everything like that. I was like, okay, it's the steps. It's the taking the steps that really gets you going. So even though it's not like the beginning of January, I feel like we still need to really jump dive into, because I feel like a lot of people have had a slow start to the year and it's just like, whoa, like this is not what I expected kind of thing. So we still need to know, like, I would love to know like your relationship with goal setting. Yes. I love (laughs) goal setting. I love goals. I love them. And I think I love them so much because I like the approach of like taking a big vision Mm -hmm. of like, this is my big dream. And just like letting yourself free fly with that and throw out whatever you want. Then like taking it down to like, okay, what, what I want to need to do in this year 
in this month and this day is just like really helpful. And I think I found myself going two directions. One, I feel really overwhelmed by big goals. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to get there because that's really big. So I don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Or two, I feel overwhelmed by the feeling of like, by the feeling of feeling lost or like I'm wandering, like I don't have any direction I'm going in. Mm-hmm. Those two feelings really overwhelm me. So the happy middle, I think, is the power sheets that you were just mentioning by Laura Casey. I love them because it lets you talk about your vision and break it down to like, okay, what can you do today? Um, and it just helps me like every day when I like before I go to bed, I have it on the side of my fridge over there mm-hmm. and I just mark, mark it. Like I just keep, and it helps me be like, okay, I'm on track. Like mm-hmm. I'm going somewhere. I have a direction. So that overwhelm is not here. And also like my daily goal is to pray in the morning, make sure to take my supplements <laughs> and like do simple things that I need to do mm-hmm. to like, to like love myself and be a healthy person every day. So those are just things that like taking my supplements is not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Writing a best-selling book or like being the healthiest version of myself is overwhelming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the solving the fear of feeling like you're lost and wandering, you're not going anywhere with your life, which as an Enneagram three is my fear. Number two, <laughs> um, feeling like you like could never reach what you're saying to do mm-hmm. I think is a lot of the common common issue of like the January one and like I'm gonna do this and then it's like well I can't do that I'm too overwhelmed it's too big mm-hmm. um so I think the happy middle rhythm I found is the power sheets and like making my goals of like what type of person do I want to become and like what seeds do I want to sow right now mm-hmm. you know and right. that's kind of a little bit more of a gentle approach to yes life <laughs> Yes, it is. Cause I feel like a lot of us can be critical of like, Oh, I didn't make that one. Or like, yeah, because I was definitely talking about previous episode about just knowing that you can shift things and change. And so I think that I would love to know, do you reevaluate goals throughout the quarter or parts of the year? So the power sheet sets makes has you set like monthly, weekly, daily goals every month. So like doing your monthly refresh, mm-hmm. which I think is really helpful. Now, no, like in my past, I haven't done it every month. I'm not perfect at this, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like helpful to, I think when, if I look at my last month and I'm planning for the next and I look at this month of January and I'm like, well, I didn't get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's better data than knowing like I didn't even know what happened this month like it's more helpful for me to know like I didn't have the margin to do that and it's okay rather than like I'm just gonna close my eyes and like hope and I'm gonna freak out about it later you know mm-hmm. yeah I don't know what happened in January um it's just my personality what what works for me mm-hmm. and like what loves me well because if I, again, I'm going to bring back that question. Like if I love someone like me, I would like have her reflect on the month before and plan the next month. So that mm-hmm. she feels like grounded and ready. And like, she's pursuing like what the Lord has asked her to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm about it. Um, so it's, it doesn't matter if I don't get it done, but it does matter that like, or it does matter to me that I feel like I'm like headed into the right direction, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Because yes, I can I can definitely be self critical, but I'm learning because my word of the year is grounded. So yes, I'm keeping that mindset. Yeah, that's great. But for a fun, some fun questions. Oh yeah, bring it. Um, cause I've been talking more about how you can also be deep, but also, you know, love fashion. Okay. It's so real. Amen. Can someone <laughs> get over the rooftops? Like I love to shop and buy clothes, but I really love God. <laughs> yeah. I love talking about all these deep things, but like I have a disco ball in my house, you know, I don't okay. know. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I need you and some of my other friends to help me decorate any future apartment or home that I have, because everything I see in your home is just, I'm just like, how, what? It's just so pretty. So aesthetically pleasing. I'm like, wow, I I need that in my life. So I would love to know where are your favorite, I think I know already, but where are your favorite places to shop? And I think the same question is the same answer to this question. What are your favorite like home places for home? I guess you're probably thinking it's anthropology. (laughs) What? I don't know how you could tell that, but not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Yeah, definitely anthropology um, is the winner in all categories. <laughs> but home things, I don't try to like look around my house. I mean, I like a good home goods run. I yeah. who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like a home goods run? I like like I think like what really makes a space is like the accessories. Like I love like shopping for pillows on like Etsy or like little trays on Etsy or mm-hmm. like little places like that. Um, collecting things I also like Target I don't who doesn't yeah but yeah I think those would be my answers okay what's your favorite place to shop though I need to know that oh gosh I feel like I'm always all over the place with things shop I'll shop at Target I'll shop at I'm having an Abercrombie moment because they had I got they had a come they had a comeback so yeah yeah and I'm like trying to think Nordstrom Rack. I love a good Nordstrom hey, Rack. Hey, yeah. So those are a couple of couple of mine. <laughs> so I would love to know if there is anything you're looking forward to in your personal and professional life. Oh, I love this question. What am I looking forward to? Um, my best friend Meg is coming to visit me next weekend. Mm-hmm. And I always say that when I'm with her, I feel like some of my soul just comes back in my body. Like I just feel <laughs> this is so we just have so much fun together. So I'm really excited for that in my personal life. Um, in my work life, we have a huge, really fun product launching at Go and Tell Gals this next Tuesday. February 1st so by the time the episode comes out maybe it's already there and you should go check it out yes Um, that's really exciting and then my agency wing woman is growing slowly but surely Mm -hmm. so I'm to see like what the Lord does there too yes and we both love butterflies oh my gosh yes (laughs) I said at the beginning I have I have this obsession with butterflies almost getting a little bit embarrassing because everyone always buys me butterfly stuff I have so much butterfly merchandise like Loved it. Love it. Control, but I love butterflies because they symbolize the resurrection and they're just mm-hmm. the most awesome animal. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love going to 
think it's aquarium zone to the one in Chattanooga and they just have all the butterflies like in one area flying around and I'm just like this is amazing like can we have this in heaven Heaven touches earth in those rooms. If you yeah. want to know what heaven's like, go to go to the butterfly exhibit. <laughs> yes, that is the truth. The truth. Yes. And is. then I feel like you answered my other question of like, are you investing time in your your own creative projects? And you said, wing woman, you are. Yes, I am. I'm. I want to come out with like life merch. Soon. I'm there. All, so, all of it. <laughs> for that, I'm like just wanting to experiment more with like writing and posting on the internet and trying my creative hand at different things like that. So, yeah. That sounds amazing. I want all of it. Probably (laughs) (laughs) all of it. Just take my card, (laughs) (laughs) but thank you so much for being a part of my podcast. And I would love to know if you have one last tip, just anything, whether it's in your spiritual life, um, like just personally with friends, if you had like one tip for someone who is graduating and just in their twenties, like kind of like, what am I, what is happening? Yeah. (laughs) I would say, kind of, we said this whole time, you don't have to make life perfect at in your twenties. You don't have to make life look great. You don't have to seize it or be in it or like, there's no pressure. There's no pressure. You just have to learn how to like it. And I think that just brings so much freedom. It does. Like your life. Yes. Amen. You can like it right where you are. You can believe in your life. I definitely believe that. Well, thank you again. And so where can the people find you? We've talked about this Instagram account. Where can they? (laughs) One come all. You can follow me on the internet at Caroline Lenny. C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E-L-U-N-N-E. It looks like lun or loon or loony but it's actually lunny rhymes with honey so you can follow me there mm-hmm. and my website is www.carolinelunny.com um you can also browse that as well <laughs> sounds good thank you for taking the time you lauren it's so fun to talk yes so thank you homies for listening and i hope this helps you with today tonight tomorrow talk to you soon <laughs>